The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleiner Hour, The Power of Water and Global Warming and Your Health. It is exciting. We have a new program and public relations director uh, for, the comp- uh, for the show, the Sharon Kleiner Hour. I'm Sharon Kleiner. We have Polly Featherton, and her assistant will be Bonnie Mark, and, and Art Bernstein will be our guest each week, but he's also part of our show. I want to thank Polly for the guests and the futures that we will all provide for this classroom. I am Sharon Kleina, and I want you to know a little bit about me. Many years ago, almost 30, I decided to study the value of water and what is causing stress on the body and why people are not able to deal with the allergic, I'll call it allergic reactions to the stress load of the body. And I learned more about dehydration of the body. And it's vital. When you listen to this show, you're listening to a classroom. You're going into a classroom in my research center, and you're going to learn what we're going to evaluate together. You have a mind, and your mind is this way. You are born with vision and a brain. Close your eyes, vision, and listen to the earth sounds every single day. Just take that moment. Listen closely. Take time to get to know who you are and be free. The greatest freedom you have is your mind. And then once you learn more about how you uh, live on this earth, you will learn how important you are to the ecosystem. You're that important. So embrace your life and listen to the show and learn more from this research center and this classroom some of the evaluations that others will be teaching you during the show and this time that's going to listen in the next hour. Our sponsor is Biologic Aqua Research Center and the product, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, the all-natural method of moisturizing the eye for the reason the eyes that could dry from birth is lack of natural moisture in the air, dry air. We'll listen to our sponsor, and we'll be right back with our first guest, Dr. Marie Schum-Brady, with a very exciting topic today in our classroom. We'll listen to our sponsor, and we'll be right back. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to talk. Dr. Brady, are you with us? I am. I'm right here. I want to thank you for joining us. You and I have talked in the past, and by the way, I've talked to, and you're going to have to help me pronounce his name. 
Dr. Batman-Delich. Dr. Batman-Delich. You can call him Dr. Batman. Okay, okay. Dr. Bat, what? Dr. Batman. Dr. Batman, because I have talked to him years ago before he passed away. Yes. And I had been given his books for as a gift and studied them well and agree with everything he found. And today, for before we start discussing his life and his absolutely extraordinary, what he's done on this planet before he passed away, tell us a little bit about you. How did you get to know him and your background? Well, it was very interesting. A patient gave me the book. Mm-hmm. Um, Your Body's Many Cries for Water by yes. Dr. Batman Gellich. That was my first one, too. And the thing of it was, about four months before she gave me the book, I was noticing urine of my patients. You're in this office that had a very large medical office, mm-hmm. had a lot of urine in the lab. Mm-hmm. And I started to notice, first of all, how dark it was, mm-hmm. and then some how little there was in there. And... Um, and I realized that somebody was not drinking enough water. Mm-hmm. So I, and then I realized that some of that, some of that urine had to be some of the patients I was seeing. Mm-hmm. So I started to ask my patients um, how much water they drank. Mm-hmm. And then the next step was to to try to to look at their diseases and their and the problems they were having. And and I wondered if there was a connection between their problems and um, how much water they drank. And the way to do that was to tell them to drink more water <laughs> uh-huh. and to see what happened. And so I was about now, what is your four particular, months into this. What is now, Dr. Reedy, what is your particular practice? You're in Arlington, Virginia. I'm a general practitioner. Okay. And so I see just about anything that will walk through the door. So and all ages. young kids, big, big people, exactly. old people. And you were noticing what a lot of doctors have been very, very worried about is that the urine is way too dark. Very dark. And yeah. so, and this is the thing I tell my patients. Mm-hmm. You can. There are different things, signs that patients can, people can look mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. without going to a doctor to see if they're healthy or if they're get, tending towards getting sick. And one of them is the color of your urine. Mm-hmm. It is. So uh, anyway, so I started to ask people what happened. You know, how much water they were drinking. And then I started to um, ask them to drink more water, and mm-hmm. then amazing mm-hmm. things just started to happen. Yeah. And so I tried to research to see, you know, more information on dehydration and disease, and I couldn't find a lot of information. Mm-hmm. Now let's uh, stop for a second and help our listeners, because let's call this our research center, and we're going to be evaluators with our listeners sure. um, and analyze. When we're saying the word dehydration, and you with your medical practice, what does that description mean to you? And to describe that to our listeners. Well, there is a medical definition of dehydration that says that you're so many um, liters low on the amount of water you should have in your body. Mm-hmm. But um, without having to go to a doctor or, or whatever, you can measure that by what your urine looks like, whether your skin is very dry and flaky, mm-hmm. whether it, um, you know, in older people, we often kind of pinch the skin and see if it stays up like a tent. Mm-hmm. And that would be a sure sign of dehydration. And don't you think also the fact that you're getting tired easier and maybe uh, you're feeling like you're ex- uh, exhausted to the point that you're not active um, you're having a hard time sleeping, uh, maybe more prone to allergies. Uh, there are symptoms them. that, yeah, that are so obvious. All that of you're them. De- yes, yes, 
And, yeah. and I've come to say to people now, they say, yeah, yeah, we know water. But I said, no, you've got to understand, water won't solve everything, but it's part of every solution. Well, do you know, Doctor, every solution. I, I would say it could help everything else work better if you put it primary at your Absolutely, list. and I do. And so, I know you would, and I meant to pay, uh, the, everybody listening, put it primary to your list. And you know the sad part about it, when I was studying uh, Dr. Way back in time, I was so startled that we all took it for granted. Well, and I certainly did. No one ever talked to me about this in medical school. And I w- went to George Washington University Medical School here in Washington, mm-hmm. and I was, it's a very clinically re- um, oriented, you know, very patient-oriented medical mm-hmm. practice. Mm-hmm. And no one ever, and, and, I mean, think about it. How many times has a doctor ever asked you, how much water do you drink? I know it. And you know the other thing I said years ago when I was in research, I said to the doctors, and I have all kinds of varieties of doctors on my medical team uh-huh. from all over the world too, but I would say to them years ago, when you go in to visit a patient in the hospital, do you go look at the chart first or do you look at, go to the patient first? And they said, well, the chart. I said, if I were you, I would consider going to the patient, talk to the patient, listen to how they're speaking, and look at their skin. Right. Because that gives you a a signal right there of something that is happening, right looking through the skin, looking in the eyes, and then listening to how they're talking and their speech and their gesture, and then go look at the chart. That's right. That's right. And uh, to me, it's uh, a doctor, you know, through the years, uh, when I talked to Dr. Batman, um, uh, I was so excited uh, that he was kind enough to take my call. He had heard of our company product. But he... he, um, said, you know, Sharon, don't ever give up that you've got a handle on something that is huge because we were going into the medical field with it right. and uh, being recognized and understood. Now, tell me a little bit about him. Uh, we need to focus on how, what, where, what country did he come from? He came from Iran. Okay. And he was trained in England. Okay. And so after his training, he went back to Iran and he was there in Iran at the time. They had private hospitals. I don't know how it is now, but they had private hospitals, unlike our big corporations here. Mm-hmm. And so he had some hospitals. And when the Shah was overthrown in 1979, mm-hmm. um, he was thrown in prison. Oh, that's right. I remembered hearing, yes. And he was scheduled to be killed. Um, so he's languishing in prison. And... Um, other, pa- now, what was uh, other prisoners he- heard that he was going now, to... Now, Doctor, before uh, we move doctor. on, yeah, before we move on, I'll interrupt once in a while so we can keep a thought there. Well, let's go. So, listener, why was he put in prison? He was put in prison because, um, it, because of his affiliations. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, it was Khomeini, anybody who had any associations with the Shah, mm-hmm. um, was, was anybody who was in a power position was kind of being overthrown. That's my understanding okay. of it. Okay, okay. Um, and so he went, he, but people would come to him when he in jail, uh, in prison, and say, would you please help us, mm-hmm. you know, you're a doctor, but he had no medicine. Mm-hmm. And so he started to just say, well, drink some water, and he tripped on it too. And he saw amazing things happen, ulcers corrected, um, all kinds of things going on. So he got, he wrote a paper, mm-hmm. and he somehow got it snuck out of Iran, and it was published in a medical journal. Mm-hmm. And because of the importance of this paper, the, um, the 
government in Iran decided to commute his sentence to not kill him, and not only that, to let him out of prison. Mm-hmm. And when they went to let him out, he said, well, I'm in the middle of a little research. Could I stay a couple more months? <laughs> <laughs> and so he did that. Oh. He, he collected the data that he wanted, and then he left. And uh-huh. he eventually got here to the United States and lived here just next, in the town next door in Falls Church, Virginia. Now, I'm reading something, uh, and I'm going to read it. On his um, biography here, this one, I'm going to read to the listeners something. He says this, listeners. And he, you've got to look this gentleman, this doctor up. He's so famous to me, and he's been given no end of awards and his mission's achievements. He says, I am a researcher. I have researched dehydration for the past 20 years when I discovered that the solution to most of the diseases and conditions of our society is not a money maker. It decided to take my information to the public. In other words, listeners, the water that you have that's been around you as long as you can remember, even the puddle of water that the real estate is making so much money, the thing is that they didn't realize that out there clean, safe water is the most unbelievable solution for your everyday life. Exactly. And he decided to give it his commitment. I've decided to give it to mine years ago. And I do it clinically. Yes. I do it every day with my patients. I put millions of dollars into this uh, research knowing that if the world would understand that you will survive through many of the challenges of your inter-health challenges, stress, whatever you may call it, with water. And that we, if we were going to talk, doctor, about all of this stimulus money, how much money did they put into the survival of water, the health um, of water? None that I know of. And the sad thing is, is that, and, and, and I'm glad you brought that up because I think what the listeners could do, if anybody wants to do something about this, is, uh, you know, the saying, act, uh, think globally and act locally. Do... Do your politics locally to get your public water yes. in good shape so everybody can drink from the tap. It's exactly. protected with, by having good water. We don't need to buy bottled water or filtered water. We need to have good enough water to drink out of the tap, and that will save us billions and billions of dollars. It will save any no- And can dollars. you imagine the health insurance premiums would go down because people are healthier. They're being more eco-friendly personally by taking better care of themselves by drinking enough water safe water now and the other thing i'll add if you're going to if you're drinking out of the tap let the water run for a little while for a moment or two before you go to get a glass of water because it'll clean out the pipes well now, I, uh, tell us a little bit more about his crusade because it says he here his his this is his personal statements that his research revealed that unintentional dehydration produces stress chronic pain, many degenerative diseases, dry mouth. Of course, we know that uh, dry air causes dry eyes, which is causing blindness every five seconds. But he found that, that, and proved it scientifically, that the body is composed of so much water and the brain, uh, 85% water, it is the water that energizes and activates the solid matter. If you don't take enough water, uh, some functions of the body will suffer, and of course, the stress level will be the first signal. Well, I like to liken. I, I, people understand cars, so I say, do you take good care of your car? And they say, well, yeah, you know, I have the oil changed every three, 
3,000 miles, and I uh-huh. had the tires rotated and all. I said, would you ever run your car without a coolant? And they say, no, because it would burn up the engine and the m- engine would melt. And I said, that's right. I said, but you're running your body without a coolant. So Dr. Brady, we had a little technology problem and we lost you for a moment. Could Uh-oh. you, could you uh, tell us about the automobile? In other words, if you take care of your automobile because you've got to get where you've got to go, what about your body? Are you taking care of your body where you have to, to get it well, where it has to and go? And that is, is that, that if you understand the importance of a coolant in a so that the so the so the car doesn't overheat and and mm-hmm. malfunction, then you would appreciate better the importance of water as your primary cooler in your body. Because if you don't, if you're dehydrated, you're stressing every single organ in the body. In other words, you've got a thermostat there. Exactly. And the exactly. body is made up of 50 trillion cells. And, uh, and each cell has that little molecule of water, and each cell is like an orbit going around the universe called you. And, that, and not only that, but then trans- water is our transportation system. Mm-hmm. Our blood is supposed to be over 70% water, and if, it's, if you don't have enough water, and I've seen people who are literally sludge in their blood vessels. Yeah. You know, uh, you know where they can't, where the cardiologist can't keep the blood flowing. I have to tell you one, doctor. I've had some doctors in the years past because of my field, and they'll say, Sharon, it's embarrassing. These are doctors. They were taken to the doctor. They went to the doctor, and they found out they were dehydrated. Well, and and remember, we we don't always practice what we preach, and a lot of doctors are not practicing enough discussing water with their patients. And when you get a prescription, you've got to drink plenty of water or it won't work. And Every say, single prescription assumes exactly. that you're properly hydrated. Assumes exactly. that you're properly hydrated. Well, you know, that's something I've learned through the years. And you're, oh, thank you for bringing that up. Because they're, they're, they're in creating and getting um, uh, FDA approval for products that actually create a sensation of a dehydration at the second, hoping it will stimulate the energy of the body to then pick up on its own and, and let's say, um, almost prime itself. Did you follow me? Okay. Now, we're in a classroom audience, and we're evaluating, and I'm going to sit here and evaluate with you in my research here. So what happens to you, Marie, and the moment, Dr. Brady, the moment you were born, you entered in the air you breathed from the water bag, and you touched air, no two eyes alike, no two skins alike, no two fingerprints alike. Every, there's a lot of other differences of dehydration for that moment. When they're inventing the technology of these medicines, hopefully, hopefully they, you don't have an allergic reaction to them because you're so severely dehydrated already. Yes, and many people say that they're dehydrated or they have a, a, a reaction to a medicine when, in fact, they haven't taken the medicine correctly but because there they haven't go. had enough water. We're going to take a moment from, uh, with our sponsor, but let's come back and discuss uh, the medicine, eating, vitamins, and different things the way Dr. Batman G would have wanted us to think about it, uh, if you'll help me with that. Uh, Dr. Brady, we're going to listen to our sponsor with Biologic Awkward Research Centers, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, and we'll be right back. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. 
Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Listen. Listen. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Dr. Brady, when we took our moment there uh, with our sponsor, we were discussing uh, that people are not drinking enough water, and Dr. Batmanji uh, wanted us all to learn. He was the, let's say he was the person in our lives that came from so far away and dedicated his life in a research center on convincing all the medical field and scientists all over the world that we must also concentrate on the water, right. the water by itself, not with ingredients in it, 100% free water is called. Exactly. When a person is diagnosed with I don't care what it is, and the doctor has to say, this is not going to work if you don't drink enough water, Right. Okay. So therefore, if the doctor prescribes anything, and we all need to understand, as we're discussing in our classroom today, that if you don't drink enough water and you should go home and what you're eating and your supplements and if they, you should have a medication, that if you don't make water your primary focus all day long, you're not, it, it can get worse. So what would your advice be, thinking about how he would say it, because you knew him, um, well, the thing is, is that you need to drink enough water. And how many so, glasses of water a day should people be drinking? Well, they should be drinking half their weight in ounces of water. So that means that if a 200-pound person um, were to ask me that, I'd say half your weight in ounces of water. So two, half of 200 is 100 ounces of water a day, which happens to be three liters. Now, the um, medical field says um, some people, and there's a large controversy within the medical field about this, about whether water is even important and whether all liquids are equal. Mm-hmm. I, if I want to tell your patients that regardless of what, your, of what your doctors know or don't know, there is no liquid that's comparable to water that has all of the qualities of water that can do all of the things that, that, that water can do. There is no other liquid, not coffee, not tea, not alcohol. Not, and all of, know, the, all of the uh, fancy waters with flavorings and preservatives. And, if and they want to drink them and that's the only way they can drink water, fine. People ask me many times, what kind of water should I drink? I said, the kind you're willing to. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh I, dear, yeah. I can't, you know, I can't be picky. What are you willing to drink, you know? Yeah, yeah. well, I get a little tougher on that. I kind of think, you know, go ahead and drink them, but be sure you're adding water to it all day long, Free the water that's 100% water, no sugar in it. Oh, I, don't, I would prefer not sugar, but if they start with that, maybe we can get them on the water taste. <laughs> you know, well, anything. I'll, I'll, I'll meet them anywhere they want to be. Have you, you ever know, been wherever in? Wherever they are, I will meet them there and hopefully get them closer. Dr. I Brady, have, have you ever been in those hotels and in, in the lobbies where they're serving the most beautiful containers, clear glass, and they've got ice water in them, the spout, 
and and it's got orange, lemon, and lime rind, uh, lemon uh, slices in it. Oh, Before the eyes. Cucumber, well, yes. Oh my! And listeners, it is such an exciting way to. Uh, you can smell it as you're drinking it. You can yes. taste it. Who wants the sugar waters? Make your own. <laughs> right, exactly. Make it, make it, and and just get used to drinking good water. Now let's go into the prescription. If they're taking a prescription, or I'm going to go into the supplements called vitamins. Uh, they're they're not going to work if it, they don't drink it plenty of water. I mean, well, free water, water all by for time. one thing. Yeah. I mean, I've had people who have come in in tears saying, "I go to the doctor. I'm on diabetic medicine. I'm on hypertensive medicine. I'm on these vitamins." And my doctor says I'm not doing what she says because my diabetes and my hypertension isn't under better control. She said, I'm doing exactly. I said, well, you can't be digesting them. That's right. That, that is exactly. Thank you. That's, listeners, you cannot digest your own fluids without water. If you didn't eat all day, you've right. got to have a digestive system. Only it can be done with plain water. So if you're taking supplements during the day or you happen to eat something during the day, You've got to drink plenty of water or it'll back up and cause toxins. Well, people can live a long time without food. They can live a month or so on these fasts as you see different people doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but they will die within several days of not having enough water. They'll go delirious. It's, it's absolutely vital. And mm-hmm. so the most important thing, if you did nothing else, if no other change in your life, mm-hmm. else, t- drinking more water. Yeah. Now, when he was working with the medical field, uh, are you able to give us a little information of his challenges when he first came from Iran and he came into America and he wanted to start inf- really getting people ex- uh, thinking more on focusing water? He, he, what did he run up against with the medical field? Oh, he's had a terrible he's he had a terrible time fighting this because. The Institute of Medicine, which is a government agency, did a review of water about four years ago, and they said their conclusion was all liquids are equal. And um, and I went down to those hearings. So uh, you have a lot of special interests who are working very hard to muddy the waters on what is the correct um, what is the correct information. Mm-hmm. Um, I went down to the hearing to one or two of the hearings, the public hearings from the IM um, International uh, the International Health Institute of Health. Yeah, Institute of Health. Uh-huh. And um, and it was terribly boring, but <laughs> um, I was sitting there listening because I was interested in water and I wanted to see what they had to say. Mm-hmm. And um, so I turned to the guy next to me and I said, you know, I'm a doctor. I'm interested in water for my patients. Why are you here? And he said, well, I'm a lobbyist. And then I understood where I was. I was in a place full of lobbyists. Then I scooted around. The lobby industry now, was I've there. The ask soda you, so industry was there. Everybody, the beer industry was there. The bottling industry was uh-huh. there. Everybody was there to make So was sure. the water industry there? Were the drinking water companies there too? Well, I didn't talk to everybody, so I can't say they weren't there. But I can say that there are a lot of people who are interested in confusing the public about what is correct to drink. Now, it seems so strange because I've been studying water for 30 years now, and, of course, now um, I'm, my whole research is in water, and we have a patent in the description of one of the tech descriptions of water. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to mention... Um, now, the National Institute of Science, did you read recently with an Associated Press release that they did prove 
with an announcement that dry air causes flu. Oh, and I'm sure it does, because the entire upper respiratory system... So I think we're getting closer, yeah. and uh, our comp- uh, we, are, we have the first product, 100% water, Dr. Brady, sitting in a compound industry yes. in, in NO. Um, That's pretty impressive. It is impressive, because I am so proud of everyone, because as we took it into it with fa- background research, and all of my surgeons, everybody who was involved... We got the medical field to understand there should be water also included, 100% pure, though. Uh, I mean, they call it free water in labs. Uh, And it has to be there for everything to come. Uh, The excitement of the patent is now it's understood that there is a demand for this. Thank gosh. So let's make in memory the Dr. Uh, Batmanji. I called him Batmanji. His background and his... His will and his dedication and yours and other people that believe that there is a place in the field of medicine that water has to be there for eternity. And I have this little prayer every day. Okay. Show us the way and discover your, the life in the water, and water is life. Water is a species, by the way. The National Geographic said that. Uh, but find us, show us the way that life on earth can be saved with the water and earth itself will be saved with the water. Primary, primary. Um, and the medical field, thanks to our company and yourself and the doctor, uh, is coming along to find, now we can show them why it is so important. It can't be sugared water, it can't be ingredients, unless they're taking a liquid vitamin of some nature, but uh, water is... Uh, uh, the primary. You right. know, what I found, Dr. Brady, too, is um, I'm 67 years old. And way back in time, the word dehydration meant you're going over the temperature of 98 degrees, you know. And now, uh, at people, I'm trying to teach them, no, 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 no. The moment you were born, you begin that process. And would you explain that to our listeners? The moment you were born, you begin a process of dehydration to the final ending. Are you, you want to explain that? I think we're having technology trouble again. And, uh, but uh, if Dr. Brady should come back on uh, to show you, uh, the audience, that when you're taking your vitamins, you should be drinking at least 8 to 10 glasses of water a day. If you're uh, having a prescription, which is a very serious concentrated compound of medication, drink plenty of water. It won't work. If you noticed, listener, that there happens to be something that isn't right, don't blame the symptom. It could be the medication you're taking that isn't agreeing with you. Talk to your doctor immediately. Dr. Brady, are you with us yet? I think we've lost Dr. Brady with technical problems. Uh, I think uh, what I'll do here is I'll explain something about the doctor. Dr. Brady, are you with us? Uh, I'm back. Good. I'm sorry, I don't know what happened. But I don't either, ahead. but we're fine. This is uh, the, the technology brought you back. There you go. But um, I was just saying to the listeners that this is something so important that if you're taking a medication, doctor, a lot of times we think it's the symptom that's causing something going wrong. It could be the medication that doesn't agree with you, not the exactly. symptom, the reason you're taking it. Would you explain that to our listeners? Well, if first of all, as I said before, every pharmaceutical company 
making any drug is assuming that, that the patient is properly hydrated. So they have tested these drugs going into a certain kind of body. And so if you don't, if you don't fit that, you're going to have probably more problems. Mm-hmm. And, but second of all, you're, going to, you're just inviting disaster if you don't follow a simple recipe for life. And the first part of that simple recipe, and a very mar- large part of it, is to drink enough water. Mm-hmm. And as I said earlier, water might not solve every problem, but it's part of every solution. You know, you just mentioned something uh, that might be read also for people. Is in their homes, have they ever had a plant living there in their home? What would happen to the plant if they didn't water it? Oh, that's exactly right. I can go through every organ in the body, and I was just telling a cataract patient this morning, I said, do you know why you have cataracts? And he said, uh, you know, and I, I said, well, one of the reasons is, is you've become, you, because you're chronically dehydrated. Mm-hmm. I said, so your new lenses that are going in in two days are going to have to be protected too. Mm-hmm. And so make sure you drink enough water so you don't end up in a tight spot. Mm-hmm. And then they'll give them eye drops too. Yeah, and of course, nature's tears. I miss for the nature natural method of moisturizing. See what happens with the tear film, Doctor Brady is on. We learned with when the eyelid is open from the moment you're born, that's the only organ of the eye that is exposed to the dry air. Exactly, it's not covered by the skin all day. And it's like if I went over and gave you a little slice on your chest and say, "Let's open up your chest and let your organs uh, breathe some air." Well, what would happen? So with the eye organ, you have a clear tear film, it's called, over the eye, each eye, with three layers. You can't see it, but it's nature's way to protect you from moisture loss, to kind of be the dam, to hold it back, and give you immunity protection naturally. Right. If the air is dry, which all air is dry anyway, especially indoors more than ever, that the nature to the eye's depletion of moisture loss is what causes its first problem, dehydration. It's got to have... Nature Series Eye Mist is the only product like it in the world to absorb into with a nice, easy, fine mist. And then if they have an eye drop, they apply the eye drop second, which traps and seals and slows the moisture loss down. If and they so read the anybody with, who has dry eyes, and, and certainly anybody wearing ca- um, contacts, has to be very careful of the hydration of their eyes. Exactly. Check the surface so that it doesn't get um, scarred. Well, we're also noticing something in research, too, uh, doctor, is I've had Dr. Scott Jens on, who's in research with J&J and many other companies about infancies, babies. From the moment you're born, we're not checking out the eyes quick enough to see if they're very, what the dehydration level is. And in the womb, the eyes and the brain connect immediately. They are together from day, from moment on. So what happens when you're born and your eyes are in the air for the first time and the eyelid is opening and your dilation and the tear films protection has to be, that's your immunity protection, that along the way, if we're, if we're not learning more, that person can have a lot of anxiety, stress, and more mental problems if we haven't caught it in time because of the eyes causing something that is affecting the brain. In fact, doctor, I even mentioned to Dr. Jens, I said, you know, I never thought about it before, but I bet when a brand-new baby is born, doctor, you know, we thought when we're born, we probably thought our eyes were doing the hearing. So all the emotions came through the eye. Well, the eye is so dehydrated for the first time that uh, so so I've said to patients and around the world and here we are coming into the field we've been there now for several years 
is in the nature of your eyes. You've had a lot to to take care of your teeth. You know your your dental. You've got a lot of products available to take care of better to care of your of your dental health. Then you've got a lot offered for your skin. You've never had anything in history to take care and maintain every day the dehydration problems of your eyes until now. Right, and in my office, I've added um, humidifiers. I mean, people should be using humidifiers so our environments are less moist. Well, do you um, know what I do there a little bit? I'm glad you brought it up because it's all the dehydration of the air because I'm just convinced the air is uh, a pit uh, indoors. is worse. I tell people to be careful of the humidifiers somewhat because they're using tap water, and people have said, Doctor, well, why am I getting film on things? It's because the tap water isn't suitable. Um, but what I've said is collect some beautiful, attractive vases or urns and put water in them and let the air pull it out all natural. So if you had one in each room, an urn of water, a vase, attractive vase of water, the air will pick it out naturally and put in the air naturally but not force it. And, and not only that, but even add to that, if they don't want to change the flowers periodically, plants are wonderful humidifiers. They're yes, the they are. Yeah, good and, for you. And I tell people never sleep in a closed room anyway. <laughs> yeah, and then we, one of my guests last week, we talked about leaving the window open a little bit, even if you think people say, well, it's so polluted outside. Well, it's better. It's so polluted indoors. Uh, but tell us a little bit about the doctor. We've only got a couple of minutes left. Well, he uh, spent the rest of his life um, researching, researching water and doing studies on water and quoting the water and lecturing on water. He's got the first book I read was Your Body's Many Cries for Water, and then there's um, a book called Water Cures, Drugs Kill, mm-hmm. How, water cure, How Water Cured Incurable Diseases. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, this man has just an extensive researcher. And then there's the water. Uh, there's the book called The ABCs of Asthma, Allergies, and Lupus, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all based on water research. I'm glad you brought up lupus, scleroderma, lupus, arthritis. Right, any of these autoimmune problems. Exactly. And then there's the book You're Not Sick, You're Thirsty. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's now, is the there book. a website? We have, we're out of time. Is there a website to go to, Dr. Brady, that we could send people to? Oh, yes, there is, and I should have had it ready for you. It's called Global, um, the Global Health Solutions, Inc. Okay. And, they, and their um, website is WaterCure. Okay. So um, WaterCure.com, www.WaterCure.com. Okay. Well, uh, we'll do this again. I like this topic. I'll talk about it anytime. I would love to have you anytime. You're a special person. And I talk about it all day long to my patients, so I'm happy to talk to your clients. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. You have a nice day. Take care. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. See, listeners, we're in a research lab right here talking on this show every day. Every time we uh, have the show, we're in a research lab together. We're going to learn together. And what we need to learn is your mind needs to be free. And the freedom you have in your head is your brain is going to give you the chance to make decisions. And trust me, it's going to be the water. And you will find that if you add a lot of water to your diet, plain water without the sugar, you can have your sugar waters. You can have your other things. But 
add plain water from the moment you get up in the morning and discipline yourself through the day, you'll find that many things can be cured with the help of other medications or supplements or eating the right foods because you're drinking enough water. You'll be shocked at your mental attitude. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Biologic Aqua Researches, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, the natural method of moisturizing the eye, and we'll be right back with uh, another special guest. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Winston, are you with us? Yes, we are. <laughs> I, well, yes, I, I am. <laughs> well, thank you. I was really looking forward to this part of the show. I want you to think of the show like we're in a research lab together studying with evaluations, open to the world to listen and out, kind of think uh, like a think tank. Right. I am and, definitely. I got to listen to the last five, six minutes of the last show and... Boy, it'll just dovetail in just perfectly with what yes, I have. Yes, it does. And, you know, um, I know we'll probably want another one because you and I are going to have a wonderful time on this. Also, now, Winston, how do we pronounce your last name? It's like Gao, like G-A-O sound, okay, although it's, but it's spelled pr- K-A-O. K-A-O, but it's pronounced like Gao. Gao, right. And, and what country are you from? I'm Chinese. Chinese. Uh, yes, I'm mixed on Chinese, Irish, Scottish, English, and Jamaican. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Earth. Where are you from? <laughs> oh, I'm from the planet Earth, too. <laughs> and you're sitting in Clearwater, Florida. Yes. And I'm sitting in Oregon. Oh, okay. Oregon. One of my favorite uh, states. Oh, it is. It's, I, I'm so lucky. I'm a born Oregonian, too. Oh, really? But back to you and your life. Tell me, um, you've done what I've done. Um, you decided to dedicate your life to making sure that, I, I don't know if you heard, but I have this little prayer every day to discover and understand the faith of, the, of God's will in the water. And, and I will respect all of my listeners to their faith, what the water is. But th- that we will learn and discover what can save lives on the earth and the planet to be here for eternity. Yes. Um, and it's something that I learned that what, what life in the water creates mountains of strength, protection, courage, wisdom, and the breath of air that it offers, the water. If there's no water on the earth, what is, what we, we don't have that. Yeah, we don't have a water planet. Uh, we, we don't have any breath. Yeah, I oxygen. have a big project. Just uh, we'll leave another show, but I have a project in cleaning up the oceans in order to clean up the atmospheres. Oh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, and you're right. I stuck to most of my research has been in the fresh waters. Because uh-huh. I noticed that people were fascinated with the ocean. I am too. I, I, it's, it's absolutely fascinating. But that's the drainage of all the freshwaters. Oh, absolutely. So, and there are some very interesting things that are, are having uh, badly occurred on the oceans because of man's pollution. And, you know, exactly. we don't really have carbon dioxide problem. We've got plastic problem. We've got, we got a lot of problems. Yeah, we've got a lot of problems. And, you know, I wouldn't, for some reason, uh, Winston, I don't zero in on... I zero kind of into the first thing. I think that the filter system of the freshwater should start up 
where the tributaries and the headwaters are at. That is correct. And But before we go into my world, because they hear about my world out there a lot, tell me about you, the inventor, the researcher, for all the, 24 years. I've been at this for 30. <laughs> so I know I think I'm older than you. I'm 67. Oh, yes, you are. Uh, I'm uh, 56. <laughs> so you started as a very young man yes. to decide that you were going to give your life to the water. Tell yeah, me about not it. Not necessarily water specifically, but more towards agriculture, okay. which then eventually uh, dovetailed into water. Oh, I'm glad you told me that. Okay. And uh, water was just, it was, uh, in agriculture, there were three phases, water, organic and inorganic minerals, and microorganisms, mm-hmm. and those three right. things form. Okay, the before you go past this, we're in a research lab together here with our with our students, yes. all the listeners. Teach them what that means. There's the water, and then you, you describe each one as a, de- a definitive for them, so they okay. understand. I will do that. So when are we going to start? <laughs> okay, start right now. All right. So uh, the three phases of my original research was minerals. That's organic minerals and inorganic minerals. So organic minerals will be like rock powders. That's just plain run-of-the-mill variety of rocks ground down into powders. And this is a very, very big thing for John Hamaker back in 1960s of pushing rock powder to remineralize the planet. So that was point A of my entry point. Okay. Uh, Salt, as in full-spectrum sea salt, is another inorganic mineral source, and salt is not the way everybody thought that the Romans sprinkled salt on the land and killed the enemies. Even though history books wrote that, that is certainly not true, uh, because uh, if, it w- uh, if it was true, th- the enemies will still be doing that today. Actually, salt from ocean uh, is one of the cheapest, best forms of fertilizer, as long as you don't put more than two to 3,000 parts per million well, of what it's doing, what it's doing with it is sealing moisture. All, uh, our, all our, yeah, and it's all the microbes in the world depends on this beautiful sea salt okay. to have good stamina, okay. good immune system. So the minerals are giving it the strength. The sea salt, the salt is giving it the binding factor. So the binding factor and the osmotic pressure factor to hold that moisture. Right, to hold the moisture. Okay, then to we go pull on. in things and okay. to push out things. Good, good, good. Okay, go both, on. Both, both directions. Uh, this is why uh, when you talk about high blood pressure, low blood pressure people, they need salt, lots of salt, not little salt. The, the salt that should not be consumed is Mortensen-type salts where there's just sodium chloride and aluminum. Now, we're having fun there. Let's don't pass that one there. And that is something uh, we'll have a show on where we can have you on, if you could for me, about a, the 40-minute. Okay. Now, that particular subject matter is a big deal for me. Is okay. you're right. I don't think people are getting enough called the, the sea salt ingredient to bind the moisture in the body to hold and, and release. Absolutely. The skin is the filter system that filters more out every day of your life than you flush the toilet. Right. You just hit on a topic that has bothered me, concerned me, that people are confused with them. They, with Winston, they don't believe that, oh, I've got a slow, I can't have salt. I can't, but you mean no, none of the Morton salt, but you need salt. You need lots of salt, but yes. it has to be dirty green-gray in color. Mm-hmm. 
And that's the key. I don't care what they say on the label, whether you get the salt from France, which is called Celtic sea, uh, sea salt, mm-hmm. or whether they get the salt from um, Mexico or Southeast Asian countries, which is dirty green gray color, which is harder and harder to now, find. Now, are they going to have that salt with what some water, or they have it mostly on their no, food? No, actually, they, they should it? not do it with water because okay. salt with water is a diuretic. Okay. But salt with your food and your vegetables and your meat, okay. uh, that's a whole different bottle of life. That's part of controlling the osmotic pressure. That's the pressure that the body osmotic requires pressure of your to body, absorb listeners. the nutrition yeah. and to get rid of the toxic weight. That's what you need Thank you. osmotic oh, pressure okay. for. Now, let's just discuss with them real quickly the toxic waste that's going on in the body. If you're not drinking enough free water, it's called pure water, no added ingredients. Right. You're well, going to have a lot of toxic have a waste big in that body. On yeah. uh, pure water, because yeah. in America, pure water has been twisted so that they can now sell a very destructive water to drink. They're drinking. They're drinking. They're drinking every flavor there is with preservatives. Ah, that's not even what I'm talking. I'm talking about plain water with no flavors. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to start out with the first item, which is. Distilled water. Now, I, hear, I see a lot of doctors who are really pro-distilled water. A lot of doctors who are very anti-distilled water. I go, time out. Which one of the four distilled waters are you talking about? Uh-huh. And, of course, they always just turn around and look at me with a, like the, the deer in a headlight look. And, uh, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, there's four different kinds of distilled water. So which one are you talking about? And, of course, they can't answer the question. Yeah. And so I, I won't get into a big detail, but I will talk about the, the two that's most common that most everybody deals with. The number one is low temperature distillation, which results in a low surface tension, meaning the water is very soft. You know this low temperature distillation and low surface tension water as rainwater. This is a very good type of distilled water to drink. Mm-hmm barring the pollutions and all that sort of stuff. It's a good water. Okay, we're just talking about the water structure. The next one, which is very commonly available, which is your commercial distilled water, which is a high-temperature distillation process with a high-surface tension. Now, this type of distilled water leaches the minerals out of your body, even though rainwater is also low in minerals, virtually none, Okay, back up now because you're on my coming on something I have studied too. Um, and then remember, audience, we're in a classroom and we're going to have, we're going to learn together. We've all you got a brain, so let's think about it together. Now you just said something that worries me, and I've said it over and over for years: is the doctors are recommending the distilled water you just mentioned, the high temperature distilled water. People think, well, that's safe water. No. Describe that to the audience again from your side, and then they don't have to listen to me all the time. Say okay. It Basically, high temperature distillation, which results in a high surface tension, meaning that water is hard. It holds its minerals really tight. So what happens when you drink this high surface tension distilled water, it will immediately yank with force the minerals out of your body. This is why you hear people... It's, a, it's, like a foreign, it's like a foreign substance to the body because the body is mostly water. But here comes this water. Uh, it's this very foreign. hungry. They also yeah. nickname it hungry water because the moment it hits your mouth, it's not going to wait that you're going to take a mineral tablet five minutes it's or 30 like minutes it's, later. It's dead water, right? It's not alive anymore. It's very dead. Yes. 
Okay, so that's just just so I'm just talking about those two distilled water. Okay, okay. And so the the solution is if you want to get good water, the best way is to you know let the a good rain go by, and then the second rain that comes by after the pollution's been washed away, catch that rainwater and run it through a carbon filter, a large size carbon filter. That's really good water. Uh huh. Okay. Uh huh. Now let's change subjects and go okay. to the next most common water, which is ninety percent of the bottled waters is going to be filled with this. Ninety percent or more of people's home. Uh, water purification system is going to be this. You can probably guess what I'm going to talk about, right? I think. Well, you want to give a guess? Nope. I'm going to let you... It, uh, it, I, you... It's reverse osmosis water. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Okay. Now, reverse osmosis water, for those who are listening, carefully jot this down. You're going to find the pH of all reverse osmosis water ranging between 5.5 to 6.4. Now, you really should be drinking water someplace between 7 and 7.5. 7 and Comparing the two extremes, 7.5 versus 5.5, the two extremes, RO water is 100 times too acidic because the pH scale is a logarithmic scale. In other words, between 5 and 6, there's 10 difference. Between 5 and 7, there's 100 difference. Okay, so it's a logarithmic series. It jumps by tenfold. So research has proven that uh, in drinking water purposes for the uh, protection, it should be seven to seven and a half. Right. Some now, the one you mentioned right? is below the, uh, the 5.5 to 6.4 is the pH of the human skin and the eyes. Right. However, reverse osmosis water, again, has no minerals in it. Mm-hmm. It has one of the Biggest problems, aside from being too acidic, being issue number one, issue number two, it leaches the minerals out of the body, and issue three, which most people don't know, but I personally observed this over and over again, and that is because of the way they make the membranes of the reverse osmosis, they use radioactive material as a laser. So when they run the membranes past the uh, uh, radioactive material, it punctures these micron-sized holes in the membrane. So, but the film passes by so fast, it doesn't actually pick up the radiation okay, itself. Okay, we've only got a minute left, and I'd like to have my producer get a hold of you so we could have a longer show. But let's say in, in your in your uh, research and all of your experiences of what you've done as an inventor and a researcher, what, how would you leave our guest today with a primary? And I do definitely want to have you back. Okay. Well, the primary is that know that the fluoride, uh, chlorine and chloramine and these other things that are in the water can be removed down to non-detectable levels. So there is a solution mm-hmm. that you can have pristine, clean water with full of minerals, not mm-hmm. devoid of minerals. Mm-hmm. At your of a water faucet at home, and I do have such equipment that we very well. Let's give them your uh, give your uh, uh, email real quickly. And okay, then the email is done. at info i n f o uh-huh. at go beyond organic dot com. That's g o b e y o n d o r g a n. Listen yourselves there because Winston, as absolutely, you're full of information. We'll have to do this again because you really enjoy relating to people what will probably save a lot of lives and time. People need to learn more about this. And they can call me, too. Okay. Well, thank you for your time today.
You're very welcome. It's nice to talk with you. You have a very special day. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Well, Earth does have a secret. Embrace your life every precious moment, and Earth is whispering. Never say goodbye. Leave your footprint behind, your ecosystem of you, who you are. I want to thank you for listening. Have a nice day. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.